What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, welcome, guys. And before we get the podcast started, I just want to tell you, uh, ask Gia what she's drinking right now. Yo. Yo, can you get off of me, please? No, I, I want. I want no, the I need you right to get now. off of me. I know you. I know you're out there listening in podcast world. <laughs> Just ask, like, yeah, what are you no, drinking right now? Just get off of me. Like, we talked about you know, the healthy it. stuff last week, and I just want to know. <laughs> Just what what are you drinking? Just tell them. This is the best drink in the world, and I need you to stop hating. Just you need tell to get on board. What you drinking? And ask me to make you one of these two. What are you drinking? Please tell the people. So I bit off of Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. They have a drink where they blend vanilla ice cream and lemonade, and it is unbelievably good. Correct. So. I took that recipe, brought it home, and I mix Hagen dazs vanilla ice cream with simply made lemonade. Okay. So And it is incredible. So that's what you're drinking, right? That yes. Ice cream, simply lemonade, a bunch of sugar, and ice cream. I didn't add sugar. Stop trying to put your no, extra I, I mean, sauce I said on it. It has a bunch of sugar in it. Oh, okay. Now let me ask you another question. What? How many of them did you have today? <laughs> Why are you on me, though? Just, I just answer the question. <laughs> just answer the question. How many of those did you have today? This is my third one. Your third one. Okay. Yes, it's just, delicious. Okay, it's delicious. I'm just asking. See, I don't like you trying to guilt me. I'm not guilting you. For my food choices. I'm not guilting you. I just, I just know after- you just You just beat me in the head about this for five minutes before we cracked these mics. Why'd you have to bring it up now? I'm just telling the people because you talked about last week about healthy and you was that you, I, I'm healthy. I, all right, cool. But I'm just telling so you. So since when isn't ice cream healthy? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just telling the people what Listen. you're drinking after this podcast. I'm going to work out for thirty minutes just to get my body and my blood rate, my, my heart rate going. And I'll make another one of these, and I'll sit on the couch and watch you. I believe you. I believe you. So I just wanted to tell people what you were drinking. And if wait, if you guys have never had one of these, stop into your nearest Chick Fil A and add, what is it called? I think it's called like a maybe a lemonade. I don't know. Frosty. But or... not everybody wants to be a fat ass. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> if you haven't tried one, go get three of them. Like me. <laughs> not everybody wants. So you're to be just a fat gonna ass. straight insult me, right? What? I don't insult you. <laughs> You're going to stop with all these fat jokes. I'm not saying anything. I don't even like that word. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Anyway, go get you one. And if there's no Chick-fil-A's near you, put some vanilla ice cream and lemonade in your Nutribullet or your blender. I'm sure that would work too. We have a Nutribullet. It's delicious. Okay. Health tip of the day. All right. Well, (laughs) all right. Well, if you want to see her fat ass next Monday... (laughs) Gia and I will be doing our annual live podcast. Of course, it goes down in oh, February. Man. It's February 18th. It's a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we'll get to see you guys next Monday. There's like 50 tickets left. So we want to see you guys. So definitely get your tickets. Of course, it's going to be a great night of of comedy, great food, and of course, a wonderful podcast with you guys. So we can't wait to see you guys. That's next Monday, February 18th at the Sony Hall. Sony Hall is so beautiful. So come on out. Make it date night. Yeah, I like night. that venue. And we can't wait to see you guys. Again, if you want to get tickets, you can hit up Ticketmaster.com or sonyhall.com or you can click the link in my bio or Gia's bio and definitely get your tickets again that's next Monday February 18th can't wait to see you guys yes all right now um 
let's get this podcast cracking. Also, I just want to tell people on a side note, you know, we do the uh, real estate thing. And with the real estate thing, we really try to get people involved. And even if you don't buy real estate, even if you don't go to uh, one of my seminars, we just want you to look at investing and looking at real estate. So buy a book, look online. Uh, we have like a, a seminar coming up in Miami. We have one coming up in Atlantic City. We have a, a ride along actually in Jersey where we're going to take you to a couple of our properties. Just look at investing. That's what I want you to do. It doesn't have to be mine. It doesn't have to be anything, but just get your mind open to it. You know, multi-stream income. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just want to see you guys uh, making, creating some type of wealth for you, for yourself, for your family, for your kids. Um, there is money in real estate. You just got to get a good deal. It Because a lot of people just go out and buy stuff and they don't know what they're buying. Uh, and then they get burned. You know, we tell yeah. you what you need to do, how you need to go about doing it. So like I said, even if you don't come to one of our seminars, just get the knowledge that you need. I just want you guys to start thinking about that and opening your mind to that. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to um, start off this podcast um, with a conversation that I, I had. I got a call last week. Um, I'll just say from a cousin. Okay. Was it a cousin? Yes. <laughs> okay. I got a call from a cousin. Uh, she's younger. She's younger than us, and she was having problems. Oh, with her, okay. She was okay, having okay. problems with her boyfriend, and she called me, and she was she was a little upset, and was like, "Hey, uh, Uncle Envy, I, I just have a question for you." All right. That would make her a niece. Well, I don't have any brothers or sisters, so they all call me Uncle Envy or Cousin Envy, whatever. I have a problem, Cousin Envy. I'm just saying. And she was telling me about her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And she was telling me that, you know, she's been with, been with her boyfriend for a while, but, you know, he's he's accusing her of all these different things. He's uh, popping up at her job. He's uh, accusing her of cheating. He's doing all these things that she necessarily didn't believe and think was right and she was getting stressed out by it and we just started talking and you know he popped up at her job he pops up at her crib you know he goes through her phone Mm -hmm. he um you know checks her stuff to see what she's doing and she was kind of over it you know um it was kind of weird because deja vu Yes, deja vu. <laughs> I kind of felt like a hypocrite a little bit because I had to watch what I was going to say because I was like, the first thing I said was, look, I'm going to be 100% real. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was the same way. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, it's insecurity. I was like, I was insecure. I would pop up at Gia's job. I would pop up at school, at Gia's classes. In college, I will pop Absolutely. up. I will pop up just to see where she's at. I mean, that's what I would do. I would follow her. I would, you know, somebody would be like, "Hey, I just seen Gia at the mall. I would jet to the mall to catch yes. ass." And you popped up on me at TJ Maxx once. Mm-hmm. Like we were on the phone. You asked me where I was. I said that I was shopping, and that was in college. That's when we was married. Yeah, we were married, and I was at TJ Maxx. Right, and I'm sitting there. Moving the hangers, and you popped up from around the rounder. Right. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, and you like, I just want to let you know that I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> but but I was I was I want to yes. call it crazy. I was crazy, and it was insecurity. It was um, for myself. 
I was always scared that I was going to lose you. And I talk about this on the podcast. I was so insecure. I felt like you would just leave with the next best thing. And I was insecure. And I would just pop up to see what you was doing. And I would go through your phones. And I would do all that shit because I was really, really insecure. And I told her that. I said, look, I did the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Well, insecure turned into controlling. It it, it it turned into controlling. So um, I told her, I was like, I did the same exact thing. I said, now, I don't know why Gia stayed. I said, (laughs) she must have seen something in me. Mm -hmm. But she did. And I said, you know. So I'm not going to tell you that, you know, maybe you should leave because he's insecure. I said, but what you should do is you should start laying the foundation and the ground rules now. And she was like, well, what does that mean? How long have they been together? Uh, Over a year. Over okay. a year. And I was like, you should start laying down the ground rules. And she was like, well, what does that mean? I said, well, let me ask you a question. Has he put hands on you? Mm. And she said that uh, he's grabbed me up and yoked me up before. And I said, okay. I said, I, I, I it grabbed, starts there. I said, I grabbed Gia before, you know, I, I mm-hmm. grabbed her and held her and, 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 and forcefully put my hands on. I said, I didn't punch her. I didn't, you know, strike her. I said, but I did definitely grab her. And, and you definitely pinned me to a bed. I definitely pinned you to a bed before. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and she was like, yeah, uh, um, she was like, that has happened as well. I said, well, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like he's a good guy for you? You know, wait, wait, wait. has he struck her? Uh, she didn't tell me. She didn't tell me, but I got the feeling that he did. Okay. All right. So, um, I told her this and I said, I'm not going to judge you because I I don't judge anybody. I said, is he a good person? And she was like, yeah, he's a good person. He works hard. He's fun. We have a great time when we're together. I said, okay. I said, well, this is what you should do. And this is what I said. I said, and I'm not going to judge you. I said, well, do you want to stay with him? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, I'm not sure. I said, okay. I said, well, this is what this is what I think you should do. I said, if he hits you, I said, I think that you should get a police report. I mm-hmm. said, I think you should absolutely positively get a police report. And I think you should just have it on paper. And I said, the reason being is because I said, if I'm ever around, and I see him and I put hands on him because he has put hands on you. I said, I just need some um, some documentation that says that he's abused you before. So I won't get in trouble. So she started laughing. So you want him to get you want her to get a police report to protect you or to protect anybody else around her just to make sure she protects herself. You know, you never want to be in a situation. Well, The right answer is that she should always keep have a paper trail. Absolutely. Like every incident should be documented because if it escalates in any way, shape or form or with whoever is involved, at least there is a record of the abuse. Correct. So, you know, I told her, I said, you know, um, I said, but again, and I I keep saying this because I don't want her to feel any type of way. I said, I I don't judge you. Whatever you want to do, I support you. I said, but if you are going to stay. And you're going to stay in that toxic environment because I believe it's kind of toxic. You know, they're both kind young. Of? They're, well, it's toxic. They're, it's thoroughly toxic. They're both young. I told her that, you know, she should lay down the ground rules. And she was like, well, what do you mean? I said, you should demand he treats you like the way that you want to be treated. And if he doesn't, be out the door. And I said, I said, let me guess. He said that, you know, um, he's sorry. 
He's insecure. He's stressed out um, and he can't live without you. And she was like, yeah, how did you know? I said, because I've said that to Gia before Mm -hmm. when I was in that way. And she was like, well, how did you change? I said, well, I grew up and I grew up realizing that I was hurting Gia. And I said, not only that, I said, Gia put her foot down and basically said, if I want to be with her, these are some of the rules that I have to abide by and I have to change. And I realized that I didn't want to lose Gia, that me being insecure, the same reason that, you know, I was being insecure, was it going to be the same reason I was going to lose her? Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, well, what should I do? And I, and, I, and we started having a conversation. I said, well, first of all, you should, I said, you should demand certain things. She was like, demand what? Like what? What? I said, well, first of all, he shouldn't be going through your phone. And she was like, well, what do you mean? I said. She said, what do you mean? Yeah. I was explaining. She so. was okay with him going through her well, phone? Well, they went through each other's phones. But I guess mm-hmm. she had his password. He had her password. And I was like. If there's no reason for him to believe that you ever cheated or ever did anything, he shouldn't have any of your passwords. He, there's something called trust and you have to build upon that trust. Mm-hmm. And she was like, OK. And then she was I was like, as far as going out, the way he talks to you, the way he treats you and all that. If he doesn't treat you like your father would treat you or I would treat you or your brothers and sisters would treat anyone you, that respects or you, anybody that respects you, you that has to be nipped in the bud he can't pop up at at work just to see what you're doing and i said yes you know to this day i still pop up on gear but i don't pop up because i think she's cheating or i don't think i, I pop up because i'm insecure i pop up because i want to surprise her like right. i'll pop up with flowers i'll right. pop up with something cute because i just want to say hey babe i love you and keep it moving well, it's a complete difference correct it's a complete difference correct and um, she said, OK. And then I said, as far as, you know, the striking or the hands, I said, would you like me to have a conversation with him? And she was like, no, you don't have to. I, I you know, I think I handled that before. And I said, well, if, if so, I will have that conversation with him. And I said, matter of fact, give me his Instagram. And I followed him <laughs> because I wanted him to know that I know mm-hmm. that we both know that I know. Right. Mm hmm. You know, and and if I have to, we will have to we'll have that conversation. Uh But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So the reason I'm even bringing this up is because I felt like a kind of like a hypocrite. You know, and the reason I felt like a hypocrite is because that young man wasn't fully me, but was was me a little bit. Right. And I I think that happens. Who's that? As what up, Logan? Why are you always coming here while we tape this podcast, bro? Because he came in here to flex on you. He comes in here with his shirt off no, to you... show you what you could be if you had the kind of dedication that he has. Oh, all right. but you can't tell us right, right now Logan? about your game. I think your podcast would be very interesting. Oh, and what? Okay, come here. So, come, come in. Down. Logan's messing up. Come on, come here. Come here. No, no, come over here. No, Let... Come over here. Come over here. Come on the mommy side. <laughs> well, before you do that, Who just tell you? everybody what I do to you, you every day. Who loves you? Mommy does. <laughs> tell everybody what I do to you every day. Tell me to turn off my lights? No, not tell off your lights. <laughs> But I made you stand in front of me right here. 
Wait, oh, and you punched me in my chest. Why'd I punch you in your chest? To show you that you're the top dog. That's right. Just just to let you know, even though you do your push-ups and you bench press, I punch you in the chest to let you know that I run this house. But you know, you can let daddy think what he wants to think. All you have to do is stand up right now and flex on him real quick. And then psychologically, it'll put him back into his place. You got a little bit of muscles. Okay. I'm, I'm going to punch you harder right. every day. Just so just you let know. let daddy know. Just so you know, this is my household. Let daddy young know. Young man. Like, I'll let you think you're top dog. <laughs> When it comes down to it, if we got to throw these hands, I'm going to show you what it really is. Mom's going to be on my side. Mom's That's gonna right. Be, now, what do you want? We're doing a podcast. What, what do you want? What do you I'm going to be behind you with pom-poms. Exactly. What do you want? What do you want? So, you know how I said that it doesn't make sense to go to school? Now, I really don't have to. Oh, boy. Here we go with this shit. Go ahead. Since I since we live in Kinalon, right? Let's say you lived in Pequonic or wherever you live, Right. You don't have to go to school if your town is closed. So Kinalon closed school today. So I don't have to go to school tomorrow because we're closed for school. Okay. Well, listen to this. Okay. So did you understand what he said? I understand what he said. Let me explain to people. Let me explain to people what's going on. So Logan has a delayed opening tomorrow and early release tomorrow. Because of the weather. Because of the weather. So So he came in here. School's closed today. He came in here and said he shouldn't have to go to school tomorrow. So I told his ass he's going to motherfucking school tomorrow. You know why? Because we pay for it. But, but there's no but. There's no but. You can watch movies here. No, no. You're not watching he movies. He said that because it's a half day tomorrow. They're probably just going to watch and movies. And unbeknownst to you, he came in here and asked me first. And then when I told him to go ask you, him and Madison started laughing. I said, well, why are you laughing? He said, I came in here to ask you because you're more prone to say yes. Now you pawned me off to daddy. Yeah. His ass is going to school. But, but I don't get a late. I don't get an absent. It doesn't matter. I literally don't have to go. You need to go to school. You have all to, Friday. To watch movies? Yes, to watch movies. To say, I'm in attendance. You're all Friday. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Off hold Monday. on. All of this doesn't even matter because you know what daddy's real reason is? Why? When I was your age, if we had half day, my ass had to go to school. So, so doing this what your exactly. Is doing. That's really right or wrong, Rashawn. Yeah, I had to go to school, but that, 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 that's 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 absolutely the reason. That's be, that's because the, the boy point. actually has a point. If our town is closed, I don't it, have to go to school. That that means he doesn't have to go to school. And if going to school means that he's just gonna sit there and watch movies How does all he day, know he's gonna watch movies all day. Because we're not learning anything. Class is like twenty minutes, and gym is a full period, and lunch is a full period. The rest are half periods. So we're watching a movie for twenty minutes, and then we're never. Well, watching you need to watch those movies. No, we don't. Yes, so do. we can Moana. further discuss this later. You're gonna watch okay. Moana. <laughs> All right, well, let me. Okay, let so me ask can... you a question. Let me ask you a question. No, 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 no. no, no we no, talk no, about it later. No, 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 no. I have a question. So Logan, let me ask you a question, right? Yes. Um, you know what you want to say daddy don't ask me no question I'm top, top dog I do whatever I want to do I do what I want don't make no me have to flex tomorrow. on you right no now no school tomorrow Just say, don't I will let me have to flex drag you right your little ass all around this house <laughs> say, and then throw say, you I'll in the you snow if, if you want and then throw you in the snow head first <laughs> So play with me if you want. Don't let mom get you in trouble. He just called you the Fresh Prince. I will beat your ass all around this house. Now let me ask you a question, Logan, because we're raising a young man, right? If if let's say you're dating a young lady, right? Okay. And the young lady slaps you. What do you do? Run. Okay. That's see. That's that's what that's what. All right. Get get up out of here. That's right. Get up out of here. No paper trail on you, right, boo? Nope. All right, baby, love you. Get out of here. Run. Bye. And then get your little sister, have your little sister beat her up. But anyway, <laughs> he said I will. <laughs> but but um, back to we we were talking about, you know, I felt kind of like a hypocrite because I was that person. Mm-hmm. I was that insecure person. And I think a lot of guys are. But 
explain to me mm-hmm. what exactly, and I mean, we've touched on it before, Okay. but what exactly was your insecurity rooted in? Um, Jealousy. When you say jealousy, what do you mean? Because people throw around the word jealousy, uh-huh. but I think that sometimes people have different meanings of jealousy. Well, for me, jealousy was the fact that as a kid, you were fly, you were beautiful, you were smart, you were mature. And for myself, and I think for a lot of men out there, when they date women or date females, they're like, damn, she's too good for me. Oh, damn, she's a queen. She's a goddess. Like, why the fuck is she with me? And then it's to the point where I always used to say, um, it was, it's a joke that I used to say with my friends. I'd be like, you know, for myself, I used to look at myself and I ain't shit. Right? You used to look at yourself as, as Yeah, the, I ain't shit, yeah. You? Yeah. I had glasses, braces. I was Oh, short. you mean when you were right. younger, younger. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, why the fuck is she with me for somebody who, who ain't shit? Where but when I know, but when I started dating you, you had grown a foot. I did. Your glasses came off. Right. You got contacts, and your braces came off, and your teeth were beautiful. Right. So when I met you, you were already six feet tall. Right. You were already. But I wasn't confident. You see, what I'm saying, just th- think about how long it took for me to actually talk to you, and you know, when we did the conversation, it it, it kind of I kind of grew into the person I am now. Think about all the girlfriends that I had before you, right? Wasn't too many of them. But think about it. I used to sit on a stoop and talk and, and sit on the stoop with, 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 with your my prior ex, girlfriend. My prior girlfriend. And we would talk about nothing. It would be quiet because I just didn't have the confidence or I'd even know how to talk to a woman or even know what I was talking about. You know, even with you, with you and I, it me and you were, were friends first that developed more into... Uh, uh, I don't want to say a sexual relationship. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't about sex or okay, attractiveness okay. No, or okay. kissing. You, no, you just you put it the wrong way. We started dating within maybe a month of meeting each other. Correct. Probably three weeks, four weeks later, we started dating, and. We were dating, like we were a boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. But our focus was not sexual. Correct. It was more That's about. That's what you mean. It was more about yeah. friends and having like we fun were and more, enjoying I was ourselves. just telling Madison that yesterday. Right. We were more interested in having fun, hanging out. Absolutely. Doing things, having new experiences. Absolutely. And enjoying each other's company. And I was <laughs> so funny. I just had this conversation with Maddie. Mm-hmm. We would make out in the basement for hours. Right. And that was it. Right. Like your hands wouldn't go anywhere. But I was I wasn't on that because I just wasn't that mature. I wasn't mature enough to put my hand up your shirt. Right. Because I wouldn't even know what I was looking for. (laughs) I'm serious. Watch watch your cup. I Uh, I wouldn't even put my hand down your pants because I wouldn't even know what I was feeling for. For a long time, (laughs) I thought a woman had three holes down there. Like, I really did not know. I never had the conversation with my parents about right. the birds and the bees. Right. So I really honestly did not know. It right. wasn't about that. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Early on, it definitely wasn't about that. And then I lost my virginity to you mm-hmm. on our one year anniversary. Correct. So, yeah, we moved very slow considering um, what our friends were doing. Right. So I, when I say jealousy, I always thought that. 
there will be somebody better than me, somebody smarter than me, somebody that was more rico suave than me. You know what I mean? I always looked at that. So my whole thing was, and I think a lot of men do this too, and men, if you are listening, you got to admit it because I know a lot of you, 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 you have done this, where it's like I almost want to box you out so you can't meet nobody. You know what I mean? I want to just keep you in a corner or keep you like, no, you don't, I don't want you to go. It's, you know, I never did this, but it's almost like I see a lot of men like uh, downplay their woman or hurt their women's feelings. So they never feel confident enough to do things because they always want to stay with that one person. Well, you didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. You weren't extreme where you put me down or you never tried to you hurt down. my feelings, but you absolutely positively would withhold compliments. Correct. You would withhold compliments. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in a prior podcast, probably, I don't know, 80 episodes ago, but I remember like being in college and, you know, I mean, we had a very social life you know with your college and my college and we went out and we partied we had fun we had a whole lot of friends and everything and I would feel as though when I would go out with my girlfriends guys would kick it like every, every day that I went out every time I went out with my girlfriends like guys would kick it I would get compliments things like that and then I would come home to you we'd be getting ready to go somewhere I'd get all dolled up I would come down the stairs expecting when I hit the level that you were on mm-hmm. to get a, you know. A compliment. A, hey, you look nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would look at me and be like, ready to go? And I'd be like, word? So a bitch can't even get a compliment? <laughs> like, honestly, that's really how I felt. Like, I can't even get a, hey, you look nice tonight? And I don't want to say it hurt my feelings, but... It kind of made me red flag you. What do you mean red flag? Um, It wasn't a good sign to me. If I'm with somebody and I love him, I treat him well, and I feel as though I get more attention and compliments outside of our relationship than mm-hmm. I do within our relationship, then that's a red flag because... I knew that you were attracted to me. Right. I knew that you thought that I looked nice, but it was clear and evident that you were purposely withholding those compliments. So the red flag was waving in my face and asking me, well, why would he do this? Right. Is he trying to be mean? Is he trying to hurt my feelings? Um, Does he want me to feel insecure? Because I couldn't squeeze a compliment out of you. Right. And... That creates a bad situation because then it made me not want to compliment you. Right. But I think I didn't compliment you because I didn't never want you to feel yourself. You know, I just wanted you to 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 like me, but I didn't want to make you feel like, well, I'm better than all these bitches out here. So fuck this nigga. And I always felt that way. Excuse my French. But, you know, you got to think about it like this. You know, when we went to, to school, right. All the, 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 the dudes on my school campus and your school campus kicked it to you. Right. And not only that, I remember Alan Iverson, shout to AI is my, my guy now, but I remember him kicking it to you. One time you went to a car wash and he kicked it to you, remember? No, that wasn't him at the car wash. Who was that? Um, that was that dude from Black Street. 
Chauncey. Chauncey. That yeah, was Chauncey yeah, yeah. from Black No, Street. Alan Iverson was at a club. All right, but see, but Alan Iverson kicked it to you. Chauncey kicked it to you. Carl Thomas kicked it to you at Ben's, remember? When you bought the car for service? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. those things I remember. And I always used to remember, like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to make her... I'm gonna make her stay home because these are these dudes, you know, and I just, I always had the insecurity of that she would leave me when I was younger. It was me being young. It wasn't me being mature. And that was honestly the way that I thought. Yes, but it, it's strange because when we did talk about it sometime around that time, you did tell me that you said basically like I didn't, I didn't want your head to get too big. Yeah. Like I, and it, it, in hindsight, I understand the weird logic, but in all actuality, what you were doing was pushing me away from you. Right. Because I remember one time when it happened, we went out and I had an attitude all night. It took me an hour to get ready. And I remember leaving you, you fell asleep. I got in my car and I went to my girlfriend's um, dorm and we sat in the parking lot and I was telling her that I was going to break up with you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I feel better when I'm out and not with him the way that people on the outside make me feel as opposed to the way that he makes me feel within our relationship. Right. So I'm like, why, why am I with him? Like when, when I'm with him, I'm Aggie Mm -hmm. because I'm sitting there. Like I feel as though he's trying to diminish how I feel about myself. Right. And that clearly wasn't a good thing. So truthfully, all the things that you were doing that was born out of the insecurity was actually pushing me away. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was my girlfriend, Yolanda. And Yolanda was like, no, um, you have to work it out. You have to talk to him, communicate with him, let him know how you feel. But I felt as though that was weak. And I was wrong for the way that I thought back Mm -hmm. then, because as mature as I may have been in certain ways, um, having an ego is actually immature. Okay. And my ego wouldn't let me communicate to you because how I felt because I felt as though that was weak. Right. You know, me coming to you and saying, you know, you never pay me any compliments. You never tell me I look nice. You never show your appreciation. Mm-hmm. I was more tough than that. So my answer was, really? He doesn't do what I want him to do? So I'm just going to break up with him. That wasn't weak. I don't think that was weak. I don't think that was a weak way of thinking. I mean, I think you were absolutely right. You know, you should not say anything. Yeah. No. Listen. Because look, look, no, no, look, no, the look, truth is, you shouldn't have to ask for a compliment. No, it's not asking for a compliment because here's the difference. Mm-hmm. If I thought that I wasn't worthy of a compliment, then my feelings would have been hurt because Correct. that would have created a certain kind of insecurity within me. Basically, thinking, "Wow, you know, he's not attracted to me, or he's not into me." into me or you know he's not he doesn't approve of how I present myself to the world so because of that he doesn't give me a compliment it wasn't that it was you not you you choosing not to do that you mm-hmm. know you making that choice and I recognize that right you know so because of that it made me want to pull away from you mm-hmm. you know and 
the mature way to handle it would have been to communicate with you. Uh-huh. And if I didn't have an ego, I would have told you how I felt. And that wouldn't have been me begging for a compliment. That would have been me saying, listen, I recognize that there's something wrong and there's a reason why you go out of your way to make me feel less than. Right. What is it? And then maybe we could have talked it out. I don't think I was there at that, at that point. Not at that. I was too childish at that point. I was still on some, I probably would have punched a hole in the wall or threw something across the room. I was that childish and immature. I was that person. You know what I mean? I was a little bitch. I, I definitely was that person. And I didn't have anybody in my corner to say, you're being a little bitch. You know? Like if if Logan, we hear Logan does that, you're being a little bitch. You know what I mean? I would have that conversation with him and hopefully he sees from me and he wouldn't, you know, do the shit that I did. But So what are you saying? You had nobody to talk to? Uh, I had nobody to check me. I didn't really, you know, that's the only problem. I didn't really have friends that I was really, really close to in college. You know, I had friends that you spoke to, but it wasn't deep friendships. It was more like a, just kind of like a surface, surface friends. Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, what's up? How's everything? All right, cool. Peace. It wasn't like somebody I would talk to besides you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my dad didn't know what was going on. I didn't have that conversation with my dad, but I didn't have those type of friends, but to fast forward, you look at last night, right? Last night you went out with your friend. Not and, and not, I'm way past this, but just imagine last night you went out with your friend. You were going for like four or five hours, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't call you one time. I didn't have any problems. I wasn't scared. I wasn't because I'm so past that for so many years, you know? Mm-hmm. But now if this would have been when we were in high school, I mean, when we were in college, even after I college, popped up, even no, no, when we first like married, when we, not even first married. Like I would say, maybe the first ten years of our marriage, right? You were still like that. I would have probably popped up at the restaurant just to see if you were there. Yeah, yeah, you know, you've I mean? done that. You've popped up on me in restaurants and everything. But now, wh- why do you think that it was so escalated? Okay, I think everybody understands insecurity and uh-huh. whatnot. But what takes it to the next level? Of where you were at. I think the insecurity. And, and, and not only the insecurity. Also when I feel like a, a man is doing dirt. Mm-hmm. He's so. It's kind of like. I'm trying to think of the, the perfect way of, of explaining it. It's like. I used to see things on television all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of like. I'm, I'm trying to say the first. All right, for instance. The perfect way to describe it. Let's say I see something on TV about cancer, mm-hmm. right? Then my arm hurts. I automatically think I have cancer. Of the arm. Of the arm. It's just the way that I fucking <laughs> feel, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like if I see something on TV about a woman cheating, mm-hmm. I all of a sudden think this might be a sign that my girl or my wife is cheating. So I just pop up just to make sure. But the crazy thing is I've, I don't think that I've ever given you any never, signs. Never at all. Or any feelings. It's never you. It's always me. That's that. The, that's what I'm trying to explain. It's never the woman. Well, I, I, in our situation, I don't know in anybody else's situation, but in our situation, you never gave me any feeling of any way. Like I was always wherever you popped up on me that I right. said I was going to be at. Right. I was always with whomever I said that I was going to be with. But it's just having that insecurity and me not being a strong individual and me not being good with myself see I wasn't confident in myself 
So if I'm not confident myself. But you always seem, but you know, I think that's kind of what I want to ask you. You Uh probably have always, with the exception of our relationship, you have always seemed like the single most confident person that I'd ever known. You are an extremely confident person and you always were when we were teens, young adults, now always yeah. extremely confident. I was I was confident. It's but kinda... when it came to our relationship, I think our relationship is the only facet of your life that maybe you weren't confident or that you were insecure in. Yeah, it's the perfect it's it's kind of like So how does that happen it's, it's, for a very confident person? It's easy. It's when I'm outside in the world, it's kind of like a football player. I have my helmet on. I'm confident as shit because I'm coming out here to do a job and fuck all y'all. But now when I'm home, I take that helmet off. And now the real person is there. So yeah, when I'm out in the world, I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. I don't care what people think. I don't care if you like me, if you hate me, if you don't. I don't give a fuck because I, base, I, I, I live for me. But now when I'm home, I live for you. And I live for what you think about me. And I live for who I think you want to see instead of just me being myself. If, if, if you get what I'm th- if you get what I'm saying. So like what, what I'm saying is like when I'm home, that person that's out in the world, that confidence is based on who, who that is out there in the world. But when I'm here, it's more about vulnerable being vulnerable it's more about damn what happened if gear doesn't like this or what happened if if something better pops up because i'm so hard on myself i always feel like i'm i was never good enough mm-hmm. i was never great enough i never did whatever right you know mm-hmm. even for even for years you know when we had sex i always used to be like did she really enjoy it did she really come or was she faking? Mm-hmm. I really had those thoughts, you know, even with um, early on uh, having our, our first child. Like, am I really a good dad? Am I really doing this right? You know, that's just the things that I thought. Maybe it's just, the, you know, my anxieties or how I felt. But I was never 100 percent in our relationship, you know. So you were worried about how you thought that I viewed you. Correct. Absolutely. Mm. that's just it's interesting to me because um i just, i always thought that you were great mm-hmm. in everything mm-hmm. in every facet of our relationship i always thought that you were great so it's interesting that you would have one perception of it and i would have a different perception of it but we're both in the same relationship but you know what i, I think it's also that with a with a man, I mean, say with men, but with myself, I never wanted to look weak because men always feel like I can't be honest. I can't be real. I can't be this. I can't look weak to my girl or my wife or my fiance. I can't. Mm-hmm. So for myself, I would do things to make myself look like a quote unquote man. Like what? Like yell, scream. I tell you what to do. I punch a hole in the wall if you don't like it. Like, those things you thought that you thought that was the mojo yeah but those things (laughs) a lot of men do it because it makes them feel like rough and tough is that what it was or were you just losing control in those moments i thought that you were just emotional and lacked control 
I'm a little bit. That above. actually made you seem more boyish to me and less mannish when nah, that happened. A little bit. Uh, it's, it's, it was a little bit of both, and also getting attention because when I—that's pu- what I think. It because was. when I punched the hole in the wall, or when I threw something across the room, or when I screamed and yelled, you know, your reaction was always to baby me. Oh, babe, how's your hand? Are you okay? No, you're right. Because you didn't want to see me, quote unquote, mad, I would assume. No, no, I didn't care about you being mad. Um, You seemed as though you were unraveling in those moments Uh and emotionally unstable. Right. So what what do you usually do? You came over, gave me a hug. So I felt like I had to take care of you. Correct. And it wasn't always just... um, throwing things or punching holes in the wall Mm -hmm. it was what you said like what you coupled those actions with you would say things like you know i can't be here without you or i can't live without you or i don't want to go on without you things like that Mm -hmm. so it was more emotional than mad I, i feel like the madness and, you know, the punching mm-hmm. of the walls and things like that was kind of like the byproducts. Right. So for me, I it was my instinct to take care of your emotional well-being. So then, yes, I would come and baby you or, right. you know, say, OK, well, let's talk about it. Let's and, calm down. Let's, and that would actually make me do it more. And that would encourage you. Correct. Because that at that point, you recognize that there was no real consequence. Absolutely. And people... Human beings, like we respond to rewards Mm -hmm. and consequences. And I feel that those two things in a lot of ways kind of sculpt our behavior. When we do something and there's a positive reaction or positive feedback or it benefits us in a positive way, we're encouraged to continually do those things. But if we engage in another action and it doesn't benefit us um on the contrary it hurts us or it creates a negative reaction or um any type of negative response it discourages us from doing that action so i feel like it kind of shapes us and i think that me enabling you and not knowing better really created a situation where you were comfortable and that my behavior in response to yours was predictable. Right. So you continued to do those things and it really became a cycle. And let me ask you this. Why do you think it never escalated into you causing physical harm to me? Because like you said earlier, you definitely grabbed me. Mm hmm. You've definitely like pushed me up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you definitely pinned me to a bed. Correct. Um, you've definitely like manhandled me. Mm-hmm. Like, but you never struck me. You never hit me with your hands or with anything. It never got to that point. Right. And it did make me wonder from time to time if the way that you were acting was an act because you became uncontrollable, seemingly uncontrollable to that point and then it wouldn't go any further so it begged the question how is he able to show that type of restraint and that type of self-control like is this an act it probably was a little bit of an act it probably was i was mad and upset and i see how you handled it and and how you cared for me and baby the situation so 
I would just keep going further until you continued. Um, I didn't want to cause, cause bodily harm to you. I didn't want to hurt you. But I knew that I would go to a certain distance and you would come running to hug me to make sure I was okay. So that's how you that's control you this person. Exactly. That's how you control the situation. Absolutely. What do you mean that's how I am as a person? You are the person. Like I tell everybody all the time, I could shoot you by accident. You could be bleeding and you'll come running over like, babe, it's okay. You didn't shoot me on purpose. I just, <laughs> just shot me in the eye. Did that's you hurt okay. your trigger finger? Did you hurt your trigger? Like that's, <laughs> that's you. Mm. That is you. Mm-hmm. But but that was the reason why. So everybody has the right to rest. The key to getting your best rest, the right mattress, meet Lisa, the two awesome mattresses plus accessories and bases for better, deeper rest. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring cooling LSA 200 foam from enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. All right. Now, if you don't know, I actually own a couple of Lisa mattresses. I have one in the studio that when I have to do clubs, I can sleep and get my nap on. And I have one at the crib. I actually have one and the babies actually have one. It's the perfect mattress. Knocks my ass right out. So don't miss Lisa's President's Day sale. Get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash Crew. And use promo code KC Crew. That's L E E S A dot com slash KC Crew. Promo code KC Crew. This mattress is one of the best. It delivers easily, soft, puts you right out. So shout to Lisa Mattress. So now getting back to cousin. your cousin. Cousin. Um do you plan on telling her father? No. Let's talk about that. No. I mean, she told me for a reason. She says she told her dad and um, I don't want to hurt, hurt the trust that she has with me. Um, I just, you know, I want it to be known that, you know, she can talk to me about anything. I won't judge her. I don't care. Uh, the same thing with our kids. I won't care. I just care about their well-being. Um, and I never want her to feel like whatever she tells me I'll go back and tell anybody else even though I kind of just did with this podcast but <laughs> <laughs> well she's nameless and faceless so right. it's really it has the same value as a hypothetical situation Correct. realistically so don't you have to ask yourself the question what if something does happen right I mean, she, what if it escalates and she winds up getting hurt? Right. Well, she did tell her she did tell her dad. And I mean, her dad will make a decision based on what he wants to make on. I check on her every day to make sure things is cool. And I'm prepared that if she tells me something is a little left or a little froggy, that I will jump and I will make sure I'm there to protect her. And you said she doesn't know whether she wants to she doesn't know be yet. with him or not. No. You didn't encourage her to break up with him? I did. But I, I I did it in a way that I felt like it wasn't judging. I gave her my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also said whatever she wants to do, I'm I support her a hundred percent. Um I didn't you know, I never want to be that person to be like, You should do this, you should do but that. See, there I gave some, her my opinion. I, and, and you why. know I agree with that a hundred percent. That's absolutely how I feel when it comes to giving people Um, advice about their lives but there are some situations where hardcore advice 
and direction needs to be given. If he has put his hands on her, meaning if he struck her, I hit, her uh-huh. hit her, she needs to break up with him. Mm-hmm. There's no gray area when it comes to that. She's a younger girl. Right. And she shouldn't be teetering on, do I stay with this person or not? Because as though what's happened isn't bad enough, it can escalate even further from there. Right. And a bad situation can turn into a worse situation. I agree. And she shouldn't be in, she shouldn't be in a relationship where she feels as though she was in danger. Um, With you, I never felt as though I was in danger. Right. Which doesn't excuse what you did. What you did was a hundred percent wrong. Absolutely. But I never feared you. Mm -hmm. Not for a second. Um, but if you struck me, then I would have feared you. Right. And I'd be trying to figure out how to get out of the situation safely. So with her, there should be no figuring out. Like she should be on a road to leaving that relationship. Right. And she needs to be advised as such. And given information on how to do that right because he may be volatile right if he's that upset and if he gets um that out of control over something he might have seen in her phone or whatever it is that gets him to that point you know like they say the most dangerous time in a relationship in a domestically violent relationship is when the woman tries to leave assuming the woman is the victim but when a woman tries to leave gotcha so she may need help because you know, you you have no idea how volatile he may be right. or how that may affect him and what he may do. Right. Well, I mean, I, I will have a conversation with her again and tell her what I think. And, but at this point, I just want to be her, her shoulder if she needs me. I, I check up on her every day, make sure she's good and go from there. Um, I think she might need a little bit more than that. Well, you can talk to her. Did she ask you? No, but I'm sure she knows that whatever she tells me, I'll tell you anyway. But yeah, I mean, I'll speak to her. Um, if he's putting his hands on her like that, she does not need to be with him. There doesn't like the, she's too young and immature to try to figure that out. Well, I, I told her that. Do you know I, what I, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not as though she's a woman in her 30s and she's dealing with, you know, a husband who's an alcoholic or dealing with issues from his childhood or things that she can put into place and they can get therapy and they can afford therapy and things of that nature. She's a young girl and she's going to be going through it in a young girl type of way, which usually results in her ending up with a broken rib or a black eye or Mm -hmm. something as the relationship escalates. Do you see what I mean? Like a situation like that doesn't solve itself. Right. It does not solve itself. He's not going to wake up one day and say to himself, you know what? How I'm treating her is really wrong. So I just need to stop. Right. That's not going to happen. It almost always ends badly. Like in a situation that starts like that, there's not that much room for improvement without some type of help from a family member or a therapist. And they're probably not getting either of that. So, you or me or both of us really need to have a conversation with her 
to kind of open her eyes to that. But let me ask you a question. If you were him, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because you were similar, would you have been open to someone talking to you or trying to help you out of your mind frame? No. So nobody could have like talked to you and gotten you to change your ways. No. But I can have that conversation with him because I was similar to him. You understand what I'm saying? It's a different when you see the the whole thing is it's all about approach. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's say Madison was in this situation. I couldn't talk to Madison's boyfriend because it would be from a different opinion. It would be from, I'm going to fuck you up now. And if you put your hand on again, I'm going to fuck you up and I'm going to keep fucking you up until you understand. Matter of fact, if you do it again, I'm going to kill you. It would be from that angle. Well, I think it would be more so like stay away from my daughter, period. Right. Or else. Uh, Well, this might be a better conversation because since I was similar, not, you know, with, with the way that he is as far as popping up and having that conversation, it might be feel a little different coming from me maybe I, I offered to have that conversation she said she didn't need that yet but um i don't know we'll see it doesn't mean that he's not a good guy down not at all. deep it just means that he might be going through some problems or whatever yeah but, with you i like i always knew that you were mm-hmm. a great person and you said you know i don't know why you forgave me or why you gave me another chance or however it was that you put it but that that was a just a part of your personality, but there were so many other parts of your personality that I loved and I knew that you were worth it. Mm -hmm. So he may be a good guy, but he just may have these problems that he may need help out of. So if it's not you talking to him or something like that, if she chooses that regardless that she wants to stay with him, um, I don't have much hope for it, but that might be, I mean, to be honest, if he's a good person, otherwise, then that might be a good idea for you to have a chat with him. All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk to her some more and then, you know, we'll give you guys updates of how that plays out and how it comes along. Mm -hmm. Okay. Support for today's show comes from third love. Third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind. The results a perfect fit and premium feel. Now, simply answer a few questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Then once you receive your bra, you can wear it, wash it and put it to rest for 60 days. And if you don't love it, return it to third love and uh, we'll wash it and donate it to a woman in need. How dope is that? Now, Third Love knows they are perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering listeners, our listeners, 15% off your first order. Gear uses it. Madison uses it. And those are awkward conversations when I try to get these bras for my daughter and my wife. But, hey, as a father and as a husband, you got to do what you got to do. All right. Now go to thirdlove.com slash Crew now to find your perfect fitting bra. I'm laughing because I've... I, it's funny having these conversations with Gia. Like, babe, tell me about your bra size. Gia's sitting there looking at me like, you're a stupid idiot. Yes, I am. All right. And then you can get 15% off your first purchase. All right. That's thirdlove.com slash Crew for 15% off today. Now, we're, we're already at an hour, man. We talked about that for an hour. I just want to um do one email. Okay. You have one in mind? Yeah. This is kind of just an update, though. Okay. It says, so if you don't remember, here is a recap. 
I emailed you guys before I got married telling you my husband to be wanted to come on my face. Okay. They're just going to bust out the gate with it, right? Yep. Okay. Great. First, I want to let you guys know it did not happen yet. And it's not because <laughs> wait, I'm not wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. And it's not because I'm not up for it. It's because of him. He made such a big deal out of this when he don't even be aiming right. So it's not my <laughs> Come fault. Come on, Rashad. <laughs> but Come on. we do have a new problem. He doesn't understand that he should do things for me just because I'm his wife. So, for instance, I asked him to clean my car. He said, why? You got your own money, so you do it. Now, this is very Uh true. I can clean my car myself. However, I feel like when I ask him to do something so small, it should never be a problem. When I do things for him, I never say why. I just do it because I love him and he's my husband. That's all the reason I need. If I question everything I did for him, then I would do absolutely nothing for his ass. Actually, I just surprised him for his birthday with plane tickets to go to Portland, Oregon. He always wanted to go back to where he was born, and I made that happen. And never asked myself why, because he listens to you guys more than me. Please tell him why he should do sweet, simple things for his wife. I don't want another bag, money, shoes, or nothing. I just want small things that make my life easier. Okay, so let me just get this straight. Mm. She emailed us before and we addressed the email about how he I think we even said like to relieve himself. Yeah, bust on my face, I think was that that, that was the name of the oh, podcast. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Right. So, so so she said she when, wait, when it came time to do it, it's not that he she didn't. couldn't he couldn't be pleased, it's that his aim was off. His aim was off. <laughs> he got bad aim. Okay. All right. So the real uh, purpose of the email is that she wants him to do sweet things. So you're the man. I want you to go ahead and answer this. Okay. Well, he listens. She says so. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, yes, that is your wife. That is your queen. And in a relationship, you guys should both do things to make each other happy. Do the small things. Yes. Your wife, no disrespect, unless you are incapable of taking your wife's car to the car wash take your fucking wife's car to the car wash clean your wife's car make sure it has gas i just went out in a snowstorm and put gas in gear's car why because tomorrow gear has to take the kids because the nanny is off and i don't want her to stop in the morning and get gas so i took your gear's car and i took madison's car to the Mm -hmm. to get gas right now so when they leave in the morning they had gas thank you did i want to go out in a fucking snowstorm with the fucking snow coming down and hail smack me in my forehead and do that no (laughs) but these are the things that I do to make sure she's good. Why? Because when I come home and I'm tired and I want to take a nap, who's going to rub my back? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to rub my ass? Yeah. These are the things that we do as couples. All right. Now, for instance, when it comes to, I don't know, making sure my underwear is clean or my wife beaters or anything that I need. There's a towel in the bathroom or whatever it may be. She handles that for me. So Mm -hmm. I do the little stuff for her. There's nothing wrong with that. We eat in the bed. Sometimes we have tray. I'll take the tray downstairs. Why? Because Gia might be sleeping. In the morning, Gia has a brand new dog. The dog might shit nor pee on the pee-pee pad. That's Gia's dog. It's Claire. But instead of waking Gia up, I'm up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I clean it up for her. These are the simple things. Mm -hmm. We have to do simple things for each other. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, there's... Something called reciprocity. And in a nutshell, it means you do for me 
And in turn, I do for you. Correct. If you don't do for me, then I don't feel comfortable or happy about doing for you. Correct. So if you choose not to feed into the reciprocity in your relationship, you may not know it, but you are only hurting yourself. Because if you don't take her car to get washed, she will take her car to get washed because she's not going to drive around in a dirty car. But guess what? She is going to spite you later on. There is something that you are going to want that she would have otherwise happily have done for you that she will not do in the spirit of spite. So you have to think about that. I will do anything for Rashawn. Do you know why? Because I know that he will do anything for me. I feel as though he wakes up with how am I going to make Gia happy and how am I going to make her life easier on his brain? And you know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to make his life easier and do things to make him happy. It's you give and I give and you give a little more and I give a little more or vice versa. I may give and then he may want to give and I may want to give a little more and he may want to give a little more. And it just creates an environment where two people show that they love each other and they feed into that. And that just creates it creates a happy home. Correct. And it's not just with your husband or your wife, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend. Even I noticed that with my kids. Mm -hmm. The more loving and sweet that I am to them, the more loving and sweet they are to me. We are receptive beings. Correct. Like we take in what's being given to us and what's being shown to us. We process that. And it's pretty much like what you learn in science class cause and effect right if you cause me to feel good it's going to have an effect a good effect on me and it's going to make me want to cause you to feel good it's just human nature so the little simple things that she wants you to do to drive 10 minutes and pay for a 12 dollar 20 dollar car wash what's the problem and then wait your response is going to be you have your own money you can do it i'd be like really i'm not going to tell you guys what i'm really thinking because that's not ladylike. So I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I'd be thinking about a lot of things that you could do for your damn self as well. Mm -hmm. And then what are you, you breeding? You're breeding contempt. Bust on your own face. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking worse than that. I know. But, but yeah, you're breeding the spirit of contempt in your relationship. For what? For 10 minutes and $20? turn around you're gonna turn around and look at it and be like wow was that worth it no it wasn't worth it damn if my baby wants me to do something yeah i'll do is it gonna make her happy is it gonna put a smile on her face sure i'm gonna do it why not Absolutely. like why make things difficult you know i feel as though people in relationships go out of their way sometimes to make things difficult when they can be so easy absolutely why make that choice you're gonna tell me you have your own money. You can do it yourself. Do you know how that makes me feel? Mm -hmm. Like I'm imagining you telling me some stuff like that right now. You have your own money. You could do it yourself. What? I have my own what? I could do what myself? Word? I'm busting your own face. All right. I got something for you. I got something for you. Word? I could do it myself. I got something for you. Because mm. you about to learn all the things that you can do yourself. That's right. Seriously. Like busting you, your own first face. First of all, even if you felt that way, you don't say that. Tell you have a backache. Tell her you're tired. Tell her you have a headache. You got to go lay down. You got something to do. 
Don't tell her the truth. That's right. You got your own money. You could do it yourself. Spare me that because you're going to pay for that. That's right. Saying some craziness like you're going to pay for that. You're going to bust in your own face. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to bust in my face? You're going to bust in your own face. No, but seriously, like that's just my point in... (laughs) is saying that that's just nasty it is like that's a nasty thing to say and that kind of shows me that there's you and then there's me in this relationship there's no we there's you and there's me like you have your own money go do it yourself Mm -hmm. me i'm gonna stay over here and i'm gonna lay in bed with my remote and my phone i'll be like okay so there's no we there's no team right that's right. Because because that what does that show? That shows that there's a very clear separation. No, correct. There's a very clear separation. You, you have your own money. You could do it yourself. I can't imagine how many other things he told her to do herself. Well, so you know you should do nice things. Go out of your way. Absolutely. Be sweet. Be considerate. Show her that you love her. Show her that you care. Who doesn't like to be babied? Who doesn't like to be pampered? Who doesn't like for someone to come in and take some weight off their shoulders? Meanwhile, you know, you're good and able to carry the weight yourself. But just the fact that somebody comes in and takes it off of your shoulders and says, you know what? I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do something nice for you today. I'm going to make you feel special. That goes a long way. Absolutely. And you don't even understand the benefits that you would reap. And I'm not saying that you should do it for selfish reasons. I guess I'm trying to encourage you with the selfish reasons. But I'm not, you shouldn't do it for selfish reasons. You shouldn't do it because it's going to benefit you in the long run. You should do it because you damn well want to. Absolutely. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that it will benefit you in the long run. It'll benefit the health of your relationship. So, so that's what? what I think. All right. We we understand what you think, and my and what I said was right. Busting your own face. No, but right though. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You have your own money. You could do it yourself. That bothers me. I, I could tell. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Well, don't forget again Monday our live podcast. We want to see you there. If you can get a babysitter, I know it's a Monday. Come on out. We'll have a great time. Sony Hall. You can get your tickets at SonyHall.com or Ticketmaster.com. It's our annual February show, so I can't wait to see you guys and meet you guys. So we'll see you on Monday. You have your own money. You could do it yourself. All right. And uh, everybody else, we'll see you later. Guess what you're about to do? Don't even, I don't even know where you're trying to take it, but I know it's inappropriate. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, watch your cup, baby. Watch your uh, your, uh, ice cream lemonade. Okay. Well, I'm D. Wait, hold on. This is just for you. Fat ass. All right. Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.